Hey y'all, welcome back to Coffee Cream and Convo. How y'all doing? So excited to be back with another episode today. This should be a good one, I think. You think so? Yeah. What are we talking about? Dreams and symbolism. Before we talk about dreams and symbolism, can we talk about that spider? No. <laughs> we're gonna leave that spider alone there is a big spider over your head it doesn't bother me it bothers me i don't know why he can't eat you yeah but i don't like it i got i got arachnophobia you'll be all right not like bad but you know pretty bad <laughs> i have childhood trauma <laughs> i have childhood trauma from everybody says that no did you do you remember the movie Arachnophobia? Yeah, I remember. I hated that. John thing. Goodman. Yo, that thing used to show. I feel like it showed every Sunday on WB. That may be entirely WB, true. WB, tell them my age. Man. And uh, I remember, I was probably like, I don't know, seven. Yeah. Eight, maybe, maybe I don't remember. Anyway, it used to always be on, and it always used to catch the same part. <clears throat> Where the exterminator came and he stepped on the spider uh, and he lifted yeah. his foot up and it was all all like Ugh. yellow green mm-hmm. gook. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was a little boy when it came out, so I liked it. Of course you did. Um, it was pretty neat. Of course you did. Well, I still don't. Uh, yeah, they go for the, for the record. This is a house spider. Like it's big. It's not though. even like a, a scary looking one. Clearly, it's being well fed. And uh, well, yeah, landlord here isn't the greatest, so. <sighs> <laughs> so you can see he travels freely from the room whenever he wants oh god listen where's she i don't i don't fucking know the spider yeah i, will, I, will I don't want to pick its pronoun what i want to do is freaking stand up on something and kill it you're on the wrong level man oh i can't stand on anything over here because i'll fall on my face but anyway speaking of symbols do you know that uh there's a simple spider is a symbol of creativity i did not yeah i didn't know either i just googled it how handy i know according to google the spider is the ultimate symbol of creativity it shows its power in the way it spins its web in this sense the spider is the weaver of illusion huh and what's that from what do you mean like what what site did google direct you to uh worldbirds.org worldbirds.org mm-hmm Seems like an odd site for uh, spiders. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what I found. Anyway, so All yeah. Right. Well, shout out to Google and WorldBirds. Not, sh- not shout out to spiders, though, because F well, that. Shout out to this one for not eating us. <laughs> well, I'm not afraid to be eaten. I just have a fear. I don't know. It just skeeves me. Afraid it's going to touch you. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it. It's so bad. I mean, even into my 20s, like I would still call my dad. Right. Kill a spider for me. You called your dad over the summer to kill a spider for you. That wasn't a spider. That was a Luna Mall. <laughs> First of all, I forgot it was. It was a clarif- Luna Mall. <laughs> let's My clarify bad. that. I'm pretty sure he killed spiders while he was there, though. I know <laughs> I did. Oh, you killed lots of spiders for me. But it was a Luna Mall. We have a whole spider broom. <laughs> it's just for whacking spiders <laughs> and destroying their homes. Listen, I don't like them. And it's really bad. And this was a day in the summer. And that Luna moth was laying on the porch. <laughs> and it wasn't moving. For, for anyone who doesn't know, Luna moths don't even have mouths. <laughs> I didn't know they, that. They only live a couple of days because they starve <laughs> to death once they become an adult. Listen, it was disgusting. My college students. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. I feel so judged right now. But anyway, 
it was just laying there and i tried to sweep it away me and the kid you know trying to do what we do yeah. and it wouldn't move and then it kept flip-flopping and stuff so <laughs> called my dad you know he was... moth stuff <laughs> but you should have seen it because we called him a video and he's like really really yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> telling people what his weapon of choice was when he showed up what did he show up with i don't remember Oh, he it? had the broom. Oh, his own broom. He, he brought, brought his, his own broom, broom to the fight, and he beat that yes, moth to death. And then he held it down, or you held it down while he went to get something. Yeah. You held the. <sighs> yeah, ganged up on that defenseless listen, moth, like listen. literally no thumbs, my daddy no mouth. Is my hero, stop it! My daddy is my hero, as, as it, he should be. Yes. Every every girl's daddy should be their hero. Yes. And has it's you just been your home? your hero plays extra parts. <laughs> Had you, had you been home, you would have been my hero that day. I would have pushed that moth off the porch. That's about it. I would not have beat him to death with a broom and like held the corpse there while you got a oh, garbage bag. Oh, God, around. that was so horrible. Listen. Whatever. I feel like you made that horrible. I probably did make it a little bit more horrible than necessary, but yeah. I don't like, I don't like, you know, stuff. <laughs> I can relate. I don't like trash, so. But you like bugs and stuff. You were the person that told me it was a Luna Moth. You yeah, remember the first one I don't one like I trash, saw? I said. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes I do like stuff. <sighs> anyway. I like nerd stuff. What? I like nerd stuff. Because you are a nerd. I'm telling you. This goes back to what I was saying before. When the first time I saw a Luna Moth, I didn't know what it was, and it was stuck to my window. Mm -hmm. And I took a picture, one from the outside and one from the inside, yeah. and sent it to you. Because, again, you... scary. Yes, it was scary. I didn't know what the hell that thing was. <laughs> It's a forking mom. <laughs> but the thing was, I took a picture of it and I sent it to you, and you knew yeah. what it was right away. Yeah. Like the true nerd that you are. I had seen them before. Of course you had, because, you know, you grew up in the sticks. I did not. Well, I was born out that way. I didn't really grow up there. Uh, my parents would take us back once in a while to get drunk with their old man friend. Oh, dear. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, you had more exposure to the whole that yuck stuff that I didn't. I'll accept so. that. <laughs> I don't. And again, um, I was a little boy when I was a kid, so. I listen. I'm, I'm a giant boy now, but I was a little boy then. Kind of like this morning when you did a little boy stuff. Like what? I can't tell people. Oh, hey, stop. <laughs> Put my business out there. Well, uh, going back to. Uh, dreams and symbolism. Dreams and symbolism. <laughs> do you know that moths represent transformation in knowledge, in inner wisdom, and psychic abilities okay yeah see now you should be afraid of that <laughs> why don't don't ask me you're the one that's afraid of them. <laughs> listen i wasn't really afraid you, it was you just, hired your dad to murk that mother it was disgusting and big <sighs> that's it you ain't gonna pause that or nothing no because that's that's not what i do around here but anyway mm, man i say all of this to say that i've always been really big into my dreams and into like the mm -hmm. meaning of different things i actually got a new book about symbolism i wish i could remember what it was called okay um but i've always been into it always pay attention to my dreams and try to pick pick it apart and what the meaning of the dreams are right what do you um, use to do that uh i have dream books also you know, like multiple yeah okay also google's my friend and all those fans. i could see that you can find just about anything on google <laughs> pretty much or duck duck go if you don't want all your information put out there and sold yes absolutely because i found some information on myself on, on google that i was not happy with that's a different conversation anyway mm, um, maybe a future episode yeah maybe maybe all right we'll talk about that um 
but in terms of dreaming uh dreaming usually occurs during the REM sleep cycle yeah you know about that when your eyes go buggy buggy yeah <laughs> looks like you got a bunch of moths under your eyelid you mean rapid eye movement that's the one rem uh-huh not rem well, not the band <laughs> <laughs> and uh during that sleep cycle you jerk and you twitch a lot and that's usually you know when you have know. your dream. I, I usually do that when i first wake up oh gosh you're the worst <laughs> 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 but uh according to something that i read some studies they say that people who are there are, there are some people that are more likely to recall their dreams than others yeah i've noticed that like there's a wide array of people Mm -hmm. uh like the level of which they remember their dreams some people don't remember any yeah like ever yeah some people hardly ever remember i remember a lot of my dreams at least a couple times a week i i, I like i'm conscious that i had dreams okay i i don't always mm -hmm. it depends like i go through phases where i don't remember it and then i have weirdest dreams for like weeks on end and yeah. i remember every single one of them and it all really strange and then it stops again and i don't remember anything <laughs> It varies for me. But they say that people who tend to remember their dreams are more of the creative types. People who tend to uh, daydream more, more introspective type people. Okay. Think you fall into that category? Yeah, I don't know. I never uh, considered myself creative, mm -hmm. but I am kind of introspective. Yeah. And uh, dreams play a role in my family. So, like my mother and my father uh, read a lot into their dreams. Mm -hmm. I'm Native American, so my people read into their dreams quite mm -hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. So your parents, oh, both of your parents or just? Yeah, both of my parents. Okay. Okay. So also part of that too is uh, people who experience childhood trauma also mm -hmm. tend to remember their dreams a lot. Yeah, that could be why I remember my dreams pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some pretty vivid dreams sometimes. Do you? Uh-huh. Yeah, very, very uh, realistic, lifelike kind of dreams mm -hmm. that just kind of make you sit there for a second when you wake up to mm -hmm. figure out if you're really awake. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, my, when I do remember them, they're very, very detailed. Um, like you say sometimes, so when I have dreams about you, yeah, dream you is very rude. Yeah, I don't get that at all. <laughs> Every dream I have about you. I don't know why your subconscious is putting that on. I, I don't know, but dream you is, is obnoxious. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, though. <laughs> um, I remember being a kid, I had a reoccurring dream of running. Okay. From when I was very small. From what? Just like running like Maniac McGee? <laughs> well, the first one I remember, um, I was five or six, and my parents were enrolling me into Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Now, that was the first time in my life that I walked into somewhere and saw like a big statue of a saint, and it scared the shit out of me. Ha. So there's a saint. As soon as you walk into the main entrance of the school, there's a saint there. Yeah. You no, know, wearing a swaddling clothing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I remember seeing it and I was so scared and staying close to my mom because I, I didn't know. And that night I had a dream that I was running from these saints that were wearing, uh, you know, the swaddling clothing. They were lifting yeah. up their skirts and chasing wow. me. Yep. That's a little. <laughs> that's an image there, boy. It's, it, it's weird. It's weird. Um, but you know, kind of backtracking to what you said before, um, about remembering, remembering your dream, um, Discover Magazine did a study from 2015 that found that most people that remember their dreams, uh, most people remember their dreams once or twice a week, while 
one in every 250 people report never remembering their name. Like ever at all? Ever. Wow. Yeah. Um, I've heard people say that, but it's so difficult for me to believe when they say it because I remember so much of my own. Uh, like as a kid, I never thought that there were people who didn't remember their dreams. Yeah. Uh, but then again, also as a kid, I, I always thought that if you didn't remember them, you didn't have them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to have that, that running dream so often that I taught myself how to wake myself up. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I've done that before. Uh, I'm, I, I was prone to really bad nightmares when mm -hmm. I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still do. I still have nightmares sometimes as an adult. Not, not as often as when I was a kid, but they're usually the ones that are really vivid and like uh, they seem real. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get like chased by monsters in most of my videos. Mm -hmm. Like my or my videos. <laughs> my, <laughs> well, that's might as well be a video. Like when I wake up, it was a video. So in my dreams, I don't get chased by monsters. Like it's real life nightmare stuff. Like, uh, so your dreams <laughs> are very realistic. Yeah. I don't know when I have a nightmare. When I think back on it, like when I'm dreaming or when I first wake up, I'm scared. But when I think back on it, it's usually very silly. Like it was scary in the dream. Yeah. But when I when I think about it, it, it wasn't anything that was that serious. Like why was I so bent out of shape about it? Maybe that's the point of your dream. That what? That you're bent out of shape about nothing. Maybe. Huh. Yeah, that's I don't interesting. know. That's, see that? But see, you Threw know that me. right off the top. But I didn't even open know, a book. You know me though, so that would make sense for you to make that to draw that conclusion. Uh huh. Because sometimes I do get bent out of shape. You see, see that in, in a dream, did you? Oh, whatever. <laughs> um. But, you know, you said before about your family and dreams. And I remember mm -hmm. my parents always used to talk about, if you dream about fish, that means pregnancy. Uh, teeth falling out means before. death. And so those are things that I always grew up with. So I was always into that because that's what I knew. Right. Um, and I think that's what led me to be so interested in my dreams because my parents always used to talk about the dreams and what they meant. Yeah. Um, but you were saying... Uh, from the Native American culture, how important dreams were yeah. or are, I should say. Sorry, yeah, um, more more so to the the folks that are still out here, full blooded, still living the culture. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents really didn't go with the culture. My mother wasn't Native at all. Okay, uh, but she she always tried to interpret her dreams, and you know they didn't have Google and stuff back then, right? Uh, so it was more like uh, they'd work out how they felt through it, or at least my mother would, like try to figure out why she had the dream what mm -hmm. what in her life brought her to that point what, yeah. what it could mean for herself um my father wasn't the kind to share stuff like that so as a kid you never heard anything from my father about dreams except they're no good for nothing uh, <laughs> thanks dad dream is only good while you're asleep you ain't doing nothing while you're asleep so there ain't no good wow uh, but as i got older and he discussed some of his dreams uh I realized that he was doing about the same thing as my mother. If he has a, a dream that strikes him profoundly, he tries to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, incidentally, they both uh, they both dreamt that my uncle was going to die. My father's youngest brother mm. was going to die uh, the night before he was murdered. They both had the dream. They both had a dream about it. Wow. Um, to the point where when my father went to drop him off where he was going, uh, it was one of the only times I ever seen my father cry in his life. Or, well, in my life. Okay. 40-some uh, years. Uh, because he was begging his brother not to go that something bad was going to happen. Really? And then, um, not, it was the same year. I forget if it was before or after. Uh, but my maternal great-grandfather died and my mother had woke us up. I, I remember, I was like four or five. I think it was 1984. I was mm -hmm. like four years old. Mm 
and my mother woke us up and it was snowing like really bad there was a, a whole blizzard outside and uh she never drove in the snow my mother's scared to death driving the snow mm -hmm. uh, but she woke us up and started getting us ready to go to my grandfather's house and me and my older brother are still you know half asleep it's the middle of the night you know what are we doing why are we leaving what's going on and uh she just said we had to go to my grandfather's house and then the phone rang and it was my grandfather calling to tell my mother that his father doesn't have long to go. Wow. So she, she got us up and got us ready to go before she even got the phone call. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I've heard of people, and, and this is something I heard quite a bit actually, after September 11th, I heard of people telling stories where they had dreams about right. either the Twin Towers or they dreamt about a building collapsing. Right. Um, I heard quite a bit of that actually. Um, I, I don't think I've ever had a dream like that where i knew something was going to happen right but usually when i have really vivid dreams something happens i gotcha um but never anything so direct or so clear right um all of my vivid dreams are always always bizarre um i think i had my strangest dream but it made sense though when i was pregnant yeah um and i had a lot of complications I hear that a lot too. Yes. Pregnant women uh, yeah. have some vivid dreams, yes. weird dreams. Mm -hmm. Mine was directly related to the issue that I had with my pregnancy complication. Yeah, and I had dreamt that uh, I dreamt that my daughter was born, and she was in the incubator, but mm -hmm. she looked like a doll. You know how the dolls look? Some of them look like, like, like grown, <laughs> like grown okay. up, but they're small versions. Yeah. So she looked like a doll like that. And she sat up and she looked at me and she goes, mommy, I'm going to be okay. And then she laid back down and went to sleep. And I woke up and I was like in tears. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty profound. Mm -hmm. um, did she do that when she when she was born? Did she sit up and tell you? Uh, obviously not. But Okay. You know. Well, you never know. I mean, the way she is now, you would think that she would have. Mm. <laughs> the mouth on that one. <laughs> I see no comment. <laughs> Not a single one. <laughs> one day she's going to hear this. Uh-huh. And, and she'll say, why are you guys talking about me? Why did you say that? <laughs> why did you say I talk so much? I don't talk a lot. Do you think I talk a lot? I, I don't think I talk a lot. I think you talk a lot. That's exactly what she does to you. <laughs> <laughs> she's a good kid. I also had a dream. I had a dream about you. This is like, I don't know. This must have been like a ago. <laughs> I feel a come to think of a moment coming on. Oh, no. This is bad. <laughs> oh, so this man. Is, this is See? bad. Scumbag. Every time. Every time you dream about me, I'm a scumbag. Yeah, well, well here's the thing. I was being the scumbag in the dream. Go so, on. In the dream, I was cheating on you. Yeah. Well, it was weird. Like, I didn't have, like, a boyfriend or anything, but I was, right. like, dating somebody. Okay. And we were at a hotel. You and I were at the hotel. Together? Yes. And I met the person there Wait. I was talking to at the hotel as well. And I was there? You weren't there at that point. Well, oh. what I remember is that I was like talking to the guy. I was in some corner and uh, I see you walking in. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. Like, I kind of like, you know, rush him off or whatever. And then um, I can't remember what happened in between. This is too long ago. <laughs> but um, then a little while later in the dream, I see you all dressed up, you know, like a button-down shirt on, hair all slick back, all nicey-nice. Right. You know, how you never dress for me. And uh, Stop it. <laughs> Literally what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> well, you don't have, like, the, you know, the total. Not the full button. No, you don't. But I you got the, 
the the chest button polo. Uh huh. You got you got your hair uh, slicked back real good though. Uh huh. Um, got my jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have your jewelry on. Um, but you're like, oh, the shirt you were wearing was white. So okay. That's not something. Mm. Yeah, that's not a you thing. Anyway, so I see you like outside. I'm walking out the door with this girl, and as I'm walking, I, I see you wave. To you? I thought. Oh. Oh, no, no. It wasn't for me. You're waving at this girl. See, so still a scumbag. Yeah. You were just equal parts. Yeah, but we were equally scumbag. <laughs> but it was it was such a weird dream. Um, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, because I don't have any, like, you know, concerns about you seeing anybody else or anything. Right. So I don't really know where that came from. That was, that was a little strange. Yeah, that's... That's weird. And you were scumbag in another couple of my dreams, too. Yeah, I get that. I don't, I, remember, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember any of them shoot. to share right now. <laughs> All kinds of scumbaggery on my side. I don't get it. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> Maybe your subconscious is trying to warn you. Warn me that what? That you're I don't know. It's your subconscious. <laughs> oh, I don't Jeez. <laughs> well, anyway... Hey, and by the way, like you had weird dreams about me too. I can't tell yeah. one that I have in my mind right now. Um, but it was weird. <laughs> I can't tell it. I know the one. You know the one. I do. I know the one. That was a. That was that was strange. I still can't um, understand that one. So Moving my on. dream. <laughs> I, I was a big scumbag. I'm sorry. In your dream, I was a scumbag too. Apparently, and that's a different conversation. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um. In terms of Native Americans and the dreams, do you know anything about the importance of it? It depends on uh, who you're talking to, okay. what what tribe they're from. I mean, a lot of them. I don't. I don't want to just throw this out like general mass stuff, but uh, a lot of Native American beliefs are fairly the same from tribe to tribe, but okay. they differ a little bit. Okay. Uh, but there are those that believe that. The dream world is as real as the real world. Like you're walking among the spirits when you're when you're dreaming. I like that. I, I like how that sounds. That's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people see dead people when they dream anyway, and it's it's almost always like the way you remember them, you know. Or uh, people who say that uh, they were warned in a dream about something that's about to happen. It usually comes from a loved one that's passed on. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some truth to that, mm-hmm. or maybe that's just where they got the belief from. You know, people dream that. Someone they care about warned them about something, then something bad happens, and they're like, oh, it's the spirit world coming to tell me. Where do where do dream catchers fall into all of this? Oh, uh, they're supposed to catch the bad dreams. The bad vibes that make you have the bad dreams, supposed to keep it away. Is it a specific tribe, or like, just no. overall? No, again, it's one of those collective beliefs that didn't stick with just one tribe. Okay, okay. You know, it's, it's funny how when you sit back and you think about the dreams and what it means. Mm-hmm. I know in, like, Christianity things like that are frowned, is frowned upon because it's almost like divination. Yeah, yeah. They don't want you to look to anything besides their book and them for signs and symbols. Yeah, but at the same time, you know in the Bible, Joseph used to interpret dreams. Yeah, yeah. So, he he was known for that. He had interpreted Pharaoh's dream about the seven-year famine and he saved Egypt. That's what they said. He might have just been a good talker, really. Well, maybe. But, well, I mean, he, yeah, even in their, their publication. The, the part of it that they let us see now. <laughs> that's that's a different conversation. We should I, talk about feel, that this I morning. I feel like Catholics have the white version of the slave Bible. You you know how back when there were slaves, like they were only allowed to have certain parts of the Bible because yeah. they didn't want them to, you know, grow too strong mentally and, you know, in their soul and spirit. Mm. Uh, I feel like that's what the Catholic Church has put out 
en masse to oh, everyone yeah. now. Oh yeah. Like it's it's just enough for, to to tell you that you know you should do this and that, and they have you under their control, but not enough for you to be like, well, say, didn't well, Jesus kill that kid? Right. Well, remember before, nobody was allowed to read the Bible. Right. Then uh, mass was done in Latin, so nobody even knew what was mm-hmm. being said. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of contradictions in there. So how how can you say? You know, divination is a sin. Right. But you have a clear example in the Bible of someone who could read, interpret a dream. Yeah. That's divination. Mm-hmm. Very, very contradictory stuff, man. Um, there's also the Egyptian dream book. Heard about that? I don't think so. I've heard of the Egyptian book of the dead. Have you? I think you mentioned that. No, you mentioned Sumerian Yes, also the also the Sumerians and uh, the Tibetans have a Book of the Dead as well. Hmm, okay. There's probably more, but those are the ones that I'm familiar with. Okay. Well, the Egyptian dream book was written on papyrus and it's dated somewhere between 1279 and 1213 BC. Ooh, BC. Which is, you know, around the time of Pharaoh Ramses II, yeah, yeah. which we were just talking about with the um, Joseph, etc. Um, so it, it's just a, a book of dream interpretation. You know, each symbol means a particular thing yeah again um, those those heathen pagan egyptians out there yeah well you know with all their gods and glories i tend to be more inclined to uh want to hear what they got to talk about as opposed to yeah, the uh, ancient cultures really make things more interesting whether they, they were right or wrong it's, it's still interesting to check out they do uh which reminded me of that thing you posted in the facebook group some time ago which about, one's that um oh my goodness it's while she thinks about this that's uh dead savage on facebook if you'd like to <laughs> check us out yes come join the conversation absolutely um I can't, i'm thinking of the god the god was a horror mazda what is that religion is the light and the dark Ahura it's the mazda. one i told you oh, about yeah, yeah, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. zoroastrianism <laughs> that's a mouthful it's great stuff great stuff i i really do like uh the psychology of uh ancient civilizations like i like the see how they came about certain things because mm-hmm. i mean you got some that are really technologically advanced for the times Especially that, the that they were living in yeah mm-hmm. and then you you also see that a lot of them had really advanced views on religion then too yes and uh things like divination and yes uh being psychic and seeing the future all kinds of stuff well they believe that zoroastrianism is who inspired what what inspired christianity to have the belief in the light and dark yeah plug your ears ladies and gentlemen Christianity didn't, you oh, know, right. birth itself. That that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna butcher this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay, go ahead. I forgot to look it up. Oh no. Hot soon. Hot. <laughs> right, let, me, let me see. Come on, you try it. You do it. You do it. You yeah, do it. I've I've <laughs> messed up Asian languages before. <laughs> I'd rather you butcher it. <laughs> Hot suyume. There you go. That. Now that you've said it, what is it? In Japan. It's the first dream of the new year that you have. And it's supposed to pretty much dictate what your luck is going to be like over the next year. Um, I didn't get a chance to research very much of it. But um, that kind of sucks, huh? <laughs> what if you tied one on New Year's Eve? Or, well, you know, do they do the Chinese do New Year's Eve the same way we do for Chinese New I, Year? I don't think so. I know Chinese New Year's a big thing. Not China. Oh. <laughs> well, they have a different New Year, too, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I think so. See, man, motherfuckers got different years different calendars i can't keep up I, i'm i'm american like i'm not taught about you're, other cultures I, I have to go out and find it myself you're, you're american or you're american 
I'm definitely American. Okay. Because <laughs> being an American, we'd have to reconsider this relationship because I can't handle all that. That's a Trumper land. Anyway. Um, so you were saying about uh, the Japanese and their dreams. Oh, yeah. What if you tied one on real good the night before and you have this weird dream about killing hookers or something? Then what? The next day when everybody's all, you know, Woo-hoo. I hope you get rich this year. And what did you dream about? Motherfucker's like, oh, yeah, I, I killed your mom. She was a hooker. Now you're not friends. That's or cousins. Whatever. What if you don't have a like? What if you don't have a dream you remember? Oh yeah, those people just don't have luck. Then what? Like then, like okay, well, not even like the people who don't recall the dreams at all, but like for me, for example, mm. like how all right, I remember the dream I had last night, and that was weird too. But before that, I can't remember my dreams for a couple of weeks. So right. what if I don't have a dream? Yeah, that first night. Or well, it, it says the first dream of the new year, so I imagine when you first remember. Like, the first one you remember would probably be the one. What if that doesn't happen until, like, March or April? But how does that Man, count? Man, again, that's assuming that their new year is sometime in January, because you never know. Well, how does that count, though? Because it doesn't mean you didn't have dreams, you just don't recall them. Right. So what if you're recalling the dream that's not really the first dream you had, then you don't know what your luck will be anyway? See, this is what happens when you don't check out at Suyume. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if y'all know anything about that, so you may, uh, including the pronunciation of it, give us a please. Give us a, a, a message there on the Instagram, Coffee Cream and Combo. Please, please, please. I need, I need a little education on that. Probably should have looked it up a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it's only like our job. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. The people will keep us on course. I'm sure they will. They always he, do. He butchered the word. Yes, he did. It's not Hatsuyume, you racist prick. Oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry to anyone who's Japanese and can actually speak the language. I cannot. Because, again, I'm American. And we're bred to be dumb. I refuse It's hard to, to fight it. out of that. I refuse to accept it. Because, you know, I'm American, too. Born and raised. You are. Also, I read everything. That's not very American of you. I know. Terrible. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> ha! Finally get to call you a nerd. <laughs> Anyway, y'all, that's all we got for you. That's it. Thank it was you a good for one. Joining us. Nah. Hey, let us let us know if you've got any of your own weird dreams or dream stories. Yes. You know, hit up the the Instagram page, Coffee, Coffee Cream, Cream and Convo. Convo. Uh, drop us a line. Send us a, a meme. Anything. Just let us know. Uh, give us some feedback on dreams. What your people believe. Uh, maybe mm. you come from a culture who has strong beliefs about dreams. Let us know what those are, too. Maybe we can do a an edit on an episode a here. Follow-up, yes. Yeah. I'd love to talk about it. I'd love to hear other people's interpretations of the dream. Maybe you can interpret the dream I had about Tommy. Yeah, for real. Tell her why I'm a scumbag in her dreams all the time. <laughs> I'd love Man. to hear your opinion on it. Maybe because, you know, if they listen to, uh, <clears throat> they listen to Come to Think of It, they for might real. know why I dream about you in that way. Yeah, I don't know, because I, I do nothing but put you in a good light there. I don't talk no no sass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy where I'm at. I, I make it known to everybody. Um, But at the same time, definitely go check out Come to Think of It. <laughs> <laughs> where your true scumbaggery comes through. Including your scumbag pro tip brought to you by Dead Savage. <laughs> anyway, guys. All right. Come back soon. See you next time. Coffee Cream and Convo is hosted by Heidi Potter and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. 
Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Brianna. <laughs>